You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Phoenix Suns is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join Brandon and I this Friday at noon to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Sifting through the Western Conference standings here on today's episode of Locked On Phoenix Suns, we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I am your host, Brendan Clean. I cover the Suns and the NBA at Dime Magazine as well as SB Nation, and you can follow me on Twitter at BrendanClean14. Most importantly, you can follow our show on Twitter at LockedOnPHXSuns, where you can tell me whether you think the Suns will indeed get the one seed in the Western Conference with just a few games left to go. Rather than dive into the Suns 135, I'm already forgetting, one, oh yes, 135-103 loss to the Atlanta Hawks. I will give you my quick thoughts here right off the top with that game, but I also quickly want to sift through those standings. Uh, what happened tonight, Wednesday, and what to watch for the rest of the way. The Jazz... Just keep getting lucky. I mean, their schedule is is very smooth sailing compared to the Suns. I mean, this road game against Atlanta, you might not think of as too terribly hard, but Atlanta's quietly three and a half games over 500. They also uh, have been playing very, very good basketball lately, so it wasn't easy. And they have the Knicks, the Suns, do on Friday, then the Lakers, and then the Spurs twice. So it's not elite, but it's uh, sur- surely no smooth sailing, so... Uh, we will have to watch that as we go. We'll close that. Uh, we'll close the show out with that segment. Looking at the week to come here in the NBA, but to get to this game again, one thirty-five, one hundred three. The Suns just their legs fell out underneath of them. I think it's it's fair to say. Monty Williams said it. He did give kudos to the team for fighting until he pulled the plug in that fourth quarter. But you know these games happen. Again, I'm not worrying. I'm not really freaking out. I mean. There is all of the seeding stuff to be thinking about, but generally speaking, I'm not really freaking out about any game the rest of the way. The Suns proved everything else I needed to see in the 5-2 stretch last week from Milwaukee through Utah. They took care of business in those games and answered a lot of the questions that I had. I'm not really going to freak out about anything. So that, that all being said, there are a few things to look at. And first is not really a lesson Big picture, but it's something worth noting here. The Suns have played 19 games in the past 35 days, so actually uh, past 34 days. If you, since April 2nd, which was the blowout 37-point victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder, since that game, they have played, uh, that was number one, they have played 18 since, making it 19 in 34 days which, yes, is more than one every two days. They have played a ton of back-to-backs. This was the latest, and I don't necessarily... I mean, it was the latest back-to-back. It was also a pretty nasty travel schedule for a road trip, all things considered, to go from Oklahoma City on Sunday to Cleveland on Tuesday, not incredibly close, you know, and then all the way back down to Atlanta, back home, 
uh, by Friday, and then they'll be on the road again. Not that that impacted tonight's game, but they've been in the middle of a pretty nasty travel schedule in addition to that 19 games in 34 days. So just to put into context a little bit of when Monty Williams is sort of giving his team some slack, cutting his team some slack for their poor showing, and you might be looking at his comments and thinking, what the heck is going on? Well, I think it's pretty reasonable. This Suns team is also the best in the league on the road, and it's not very close. They now have 10 road losses. The next closest team in the NBA is Denver with 12. Um, So no one even has 11. Only Denver has 12, and everyone else is 13, 14 plus. So the Suns have taken care of business on the road big time. Again, a reason to cut them that slack tonight. So I don't want to say excuse, more like explanation. And does it hurt that Utah is beating the Spurs and is going to beat the Spurs tonight? Of course. But there is some math here. We knew the Suns' schedule because of the three postponements in the first half was going to be pretty difficult. And I think we're just seeing some of the repercussions of that. When we zoom in on the court, though, Devin Booker continued to play pretty well, uh, to say the least. 30 points, five assists, just two turnovers. The turnovers, I do want to point out, very low recently. It's one of those things where we saw some high-profile moments where he had some high turnover games, but for the most part, they've been low all year. I believe this is one of his lower turnover percentage, like the total proportion of, of his possessions that end in a turnover in his career. So the numbers are good and it's been backed up by consistently low totals in the box score lately. So that is good. He also came out hot in the first quarter again. I went over that yesterday talking about the Cavs game in which he scored 15 in the first. Wasn't so huge tonight, but he did come out aggressive again. Uh, The only other real thing from this game was that that kind of two things that perked my eye. One, Mikhail Bridges foul trouble and it it didn't persist throughout the game he did get it in check after he came in with eight minutes and four seconds left in the second quarter he actually did not get another foul the rest of the way so he picked up two quick ones on in the first defending Trey Young but that was it the rest of the way so I wouldn't necessarily say foul trouble but those early ones and what it led me to wonder about is when we get to the playoffs like think uh, a couple matchups that this might be important in Um, one the 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 Grizzlies or the or, or the Trailblazers in the first round, we could see that Bridges would have to guard Lillard or John Morant, who he has guarded both of those guys when the Suns have matched up with those teams. They're similar, right? And it is less than ideal because those guys can can get into their pull up jumper. They both can drive. They're both foul drawing physical types of point guards, similar in some ways to Trey Young, who actually typically is not very physical. He draws those fouls on those those jumpers more than anything. Um, why not when, when Bridges does come back in that second quarter after those fouls, why not put him on somebody else? That was what I kept thinking today is, um, if you want to bring Bridges back in there, maybe you want to jump the gun and do it a little earlier than you would normally. I would really consider if I'm Monty Williams, don't put him right back onto the guy who drew those fouls in the first place, especially if they are a point guard who we know McHale's not a perfect matchup for. I think the Suns have... Some other options between campaign, Javon Carter, even Devin Booker and Chris Paul, who can at least give you those spot minutes to buy you some time and not expose Mikhail Bridges. So in this game, you know, Bogdanovich, Herter, 
these different players, Lou Williams, who Mikhail could have easily guarded, even Danilo Gallinari is an option. So rather than always the foul trouble, and then he goes right back to defending that tough, that tough matchup again, I think in the playoffs, it might make some sense to, let's say it is it is Memphis, you know, put Mikhail onto a Jaron Jackson Jr. or a Dylan Brooks rather than just kind of trying the same thing over and over with the, the, the tough, small matchup for him. Other thing, real quick, was Dario Saric did not play until the fourth quarter of this game. He did get eight minutes, but those all came really in garbage time after the Suns had gone down 20. So Frank Kaminsky was the primary backup for DeAndre Ayton tonight. Uh, and that's just, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know what to make of it. Maybe it was just the fact that Dario had been dealing with that, that the injury and playing him heavy on the back to back wasn't what Monty wanted to do. Maybe it is going to be somewhat of the norm going forward. Uh, I, I don't necessarily know. One game doesn't make a trend, of course. And Jay Crowder, assuming he is back in time for the playoffs, will change things yet again. But between Cam Johnson continuing to be very cold and Dario Saric now missing his spot in the rotation, just a little bit of uh, uncertainty and, and things to look at more closely as we round out the regular season. Okay, that'll be all my takeaways for this first segment from the Suns' loss to Atlanta. Uh, let's get into what happened tonight in the Western Conference and then what you should be watching in the rest of the week in the Western Conference right after a quick break and a word from Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. If you have just 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation. And if you need some help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions that their members swear by. For parents, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. These things are getting much more popular, guys. They really do help, whether it's something quick Every so often, whether it's a really routine part of your day, Headspace can make a difference, and they have all sorts of different, customizable, individualized types of sessions, so you don't have to do a one-size-fits-all type of exercise. You can do a practice that really works for you. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes, Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is their best deal, guys. Headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Quickly recapping this Wednesday in the NBA. So I've, I recommend following at HP Basketball on Twitter for all of your magic number and playoff data, playoff geekery in terms of who needs what to happen to clinch this seed and what every night has in store for us. So that is Matt Moore, who works at the Action Network. He's actually also our co-host of the Locked On Nuggets podcast, but 
That has been my go-to, and so I'm going to look at his Twitter feed while I look through the results of tonight's games. I'm recording for you guys as Utah is blowing the doors off the Spurs by 38 points, so we can safely assume that they will win. Portland beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 141-135, to and Memphis won, which is not super relevant. They're basically locked into the play-in, but it is a little bit intriguing as they cement themselves and just really look like a good team. So other one is that Denver is on their way to a victory over the Knicks. So what that all mean? Well, the Nuggets, by beating the Knicks, now just need losses by the Mavs and the Lakers over the next few days, as early as Thursday, potentially, to clinch a top four seed, which would affect, I mean, it really would basically um, lock the Lakers or the Mavs out of getting into the top four. Unlikely already, but but we're on our way to that being a sure thing. The other thing here is the Clippers, by beating the Lakers tomorrow, can clinch a top four seed. We'll get into that in the next segment. That's a game to watch, as is Portland and LA. We'll get into those in just a second. But uh, the other big thing, obviously, most important probably from a Suns perspective, is that Utah won. And so I want to quickly hit what that means. They have now played the same amount of games. So Utah is sitting at 48 and 18. The Suns are 47 and 19. They obviously do not play again. However, we also need to keep in mind all that the Suns need to do to beat Utah to finish ahead of them in the standings is tie them, right? They they swept the season series, as we all know. So all the Suns would need to do is catch up by that one game. They don't need to finish ahead of Utah. They only need to finish tied with Utah. Now, of course, being a game back with only six left is tough. Uh, there are only six games left for both teams. And again, Utah's schedule is easier, but that's where things stand. The Clippers are not going to catch either of those teams. I feel pretty confident, unless really things got very wonky here in the next little while. The The Clippers are three games behind the Suns, even after tonight's loss. So there should not be too much concern. The Clippers need to worry about just staying in that three spot and um, avoiding the Lakers, really, is, is really where I think that, that the Clippers' focus should be, whether that's staying in the three spot if the Lakers do end up in the five or uh, maybe kind of pulling some punches here and falling to four if they want to get re- very interesting with things here and uh, let let the Lakers play let the Nuggets play the Lakers to start things off. It would be a situation then where the Suns are uh, the Suns and the Jazz are outliers, but apart from them, we are seeing rematches of multiple series from last year's playoffs, including Nuggets, Lakers, and Clippers, Mavericks. So uh, TBD on if that will play out. But Utah is is right there. The Suns are one game behind, the Clippers are falling out of the pack, and the Nuggets are right neck and neck with the Clippers. So that's where things stand after today, because the Nuggets won, the Jazz won, and the Trailblazers also won, who are basically locked into that seven seed pretty much now, unless they can beat the Lakers, which gives us a perfect way to transition into this final segment, what you need to watch for with the rest of the week. We got Clippers Lakers coming up. We have Blazers Lakers coming up. I will give you all of that right after another quick break. 
to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action, guys. UFC and MMA heating up. Who knows what's going on in the boxing world? And then, of course, the MLB, NBA, and NHL all in full swing. Really the most exciting in terms of leagues that play every day. You got all of them going on right now. Here, though, is my bet of the day for you guys from betonline.ag. And it is from the sport that is out of season. But because of the draft, free agency done now, basically rosters are set in the NFL I'm looking at the MVP odds, and it, it very much looks like from what Bet Online has right now that they do not have a good grasp on this award. It's hard to tell with so much quarterback uncertainty all around. Doc, Dak Prescott coming off of an injury. Tom Brady, is he going to win one this late in his career? You got last year's uh, AFC and NFC guys, respectively, um, with Mahomes and Rodgers. Rodgers, of course, was the winner. At the top, plus 450 for Mahomes, plus 1,000 for Rodgers. He's actually tied with Josh Allen. But here's where I'm looking, guys. It is the hometown guy. It is Kyler Murray, plus 1,600. That is the seventh best odds. I really like it. I mean, mostly because of who's in front of him. I doubt Rodgers would go back to back. I don't know where he'll be. I don't know what this Packers situation is going to look like. I don't know what their culture will emerge as. Mahomes, obviously a perennial candidate. There's a reason he's the favorite. Allen is a pretty good contender there as well. I don't buy Brady. I don't buy Stafford. And so then you get to to Kyler. The only other guy I would consider, plus 1,400 Dak Prescott. I think that offense is still waiting for the breakout we've been expecting from them in Dallas. So those two guys, Prescott plus 1,400, Murray plus 1,600. Check it out, betonline.ag. And when you make your first deposit, guys, use the promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you're thinking about betting on NFL MVP or anything else in the sports landscape, go to betonline.ag, make your account, use the promo code Locked On when you put your first little bit of money in there, and get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's pretty impossible to keep up with what your car even is sometimes, let alone what parts it needs. It can be intimidating to scroll through endless parts online or go to a dealership and be questioned and be seemingly, you start to feel like you're getting taken advantage of a little bit. Chain stores or dealerships have different price tiers for pros versus do-it-yourselfers. Well, all of that changes when you log on to rockauto.com. Rock Auto's Prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. They offer the lowest price available rather than changing them around based on what the market will bear. And best of all, they don't even require a membership. So just head over to rockauto.com, use their easy-to-navigate catalog, and quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle based on the brand, specs, and price that you prefer. So whether it's a tail lamp or just some new carpet, Rock Auto is here to help. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Let's close this out, guys, with a little bit on what to watch the rest of the way in the league. Um, I mentioned Thursday night we have some interesting games from a playoff perspective most importantly, Brooklyn at Dallas and the Lakers Clippers game. That's the TNT doubleheader. If you're really, if you're free, watch them both because they both have implications here. 
Brooklyn, of course, still without James Harden, but it does seem like that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are both going to be playing going forward. So that should be not only a great game, but really uh, important for the standings because Dallas is should be treating every game like a must win down the stretch here to avoid the Clippers in the first round, get as high as they possibly can in the standings, all of that. A win for them would start to make them feel pretty good about hanging on to that fifth spot. They're not going to catch Denver, uh, and neither are the Lakers. So you really just want to hold on to five. Make sure you get Denver in that first round, hopefully, if you're Dallas. So they want to win, and that game should be a big one, should be a, a, a good game with, with Brooklyn being the opponent. Then we also, again, have Lakers at Clippers. Obviously, doesn't super matter who's home and who's away there. It was supposed to be a much better game until LeBron James is not going to play in it. He is still recuperating from that ankle injury, which is scary for him. Obviously, you don't want a weakened Lakers squad, just if you want the you know the best teams in there. Maybe Suns fans, by the time the Lakers play, the Suns would be okay with that. But you know, we, we at this point, it's Lakers Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. You want the Lakers to uh, to give Clippers all they can handle and, and get one of those teams out of there, but. That game's really big. The Lakers need to win it to get to fifth and hopefully avoid the avoid the Clippers. Um, and getting to fifth would also mean that the Suns would not really need to worry about facing the Lakers until the conference finals. They would have the winner of the play-in tournament followed by the winner of uh, Clippers and Mavericks if the Lakers get the five seed. So that is obviously a a really big focus here. I think between the Suns and the Jazz, the Suns are the scarier team, in in my opinion. So getting that five seed means you avoid the Suns and you avoid the Clippers in the first round. I think both Dallas and the Lakers are going to be treating every single game as a must win. We also have uh, LA at Portland, the the Lakers at, at the Blazers on Friday, which will determine basically if... The Lakers can win that one. They can avoid the play-in game, basically. That, that's really what that one comes down to. Beat the beat the Blazers, and you're going to probably get that sixth seed if you're the Lakers. And if Portland wins, well, things start to get very, very interesting, not only because the Lakers are suddenly in jeopardy of losing in the play-in tournament if LeBron cannot get healthy, but you also have to worry about now the Suns could be playing the Lakers in the first round uh, if they fall to seven. That's probably not what Suns fans want, so... Very big game, also nationally televised. That is an ESPN game, so keep an eye out, guys. A lot of good ones to come. Uh, Brooklyn-Denver over the weekend. There's San Antonio-Portland. I mean, any time a Western Conference playoff team is playing the rest of the week, you got to keep an eye out. Only six games left for most teams. Every single game is important, and uh, come Monday, we'll have plenty to talk about. I will be back tomorrow, guys, with Espo. I'm going to do Suns confidence rankings. We're going to go player by player, coach maybe, fan energy. We're going to say how much or little we trust and are confident in each of the components of this Suns team right now heading into the playoffs. Cam Johnson, a little iffy right now. DeAndre Ayton has been unengaged lately. I don't know. I don't know where we'll land. I feel like we'll be pretty high on Devin Booker, on Monty Williams, on Chris Paul, but... I wanted to bring Espo on to that, give some honest feedback. 
player by player through this roster. All right, guys, don't hang your heads about this loss. It is totally fine. Enjoy your Thursday, and I will be back with you first thing on Friday morning with Espo.